0: This is the Chamber Chat Podcast, the show dedicated to chamber professionals to spark ideas and to get actionable tips and strategies to better serve your members and community. Hello, Chamber Champions. Welcome to Chamber Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Burton, and it's my goal here on the podcast to introduce you to people and ideas to better help you serve your chamber members and your community. Our title sponsor is Community Matters, Inc. With nearly 20 years in the chamber industry and over 100 media awards presented to their chamber partners, Community Matters provides the r and that every chamber needs, revenue and recognition. When it comes to publishing a chamber map, directory, or community guide, Community Matters has a trusted experience to help your chamber accomplish your goals. With different advertising sales models and publication styles, Community Matters will help you create a non-dues revenue machine. Let's hear from Becky Womble, President and CEO of the Bastrop Chamber, to hear about her experience using Community Matters.
1: I've been using Community Matters for probably six or seven years now, and in a previous life, I sold commercial printing, so I can highly recommend Community Matters because it's a complete turnkey job for any busy chamber exec. Um, Basically, you give them a membership list, and from there, they contact your members and it's no high pressure sales or anything. And it really is a complete turnkey job from start to finish. And it's a wonderful, beautiful printed product whenever you're finished. And I just, I'm very sold on Community Matters. And with a printing background, I just, it's a big endorsement for me.
0: To learn how Community Matters can support your chamber with your next publication, please visit communitymattersinc.com slash podcast to request your free media kit and request a proposal to find out what kind of non-dues revenue you can generate. Our guest for this episode is Jaime de Palo. Jaime is president and CEO of the Illinois Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, a prominent organization dedicated to networking, advocating for, and developing the Hispanic business community in the Midwest. Since assuming leadership in 2019, Jaime has spearheaded numerous initiatives and collaborations, positioning IHCC as a finalist in the 13th World Chambers Congress, the largest economic forum for chambers and businesses worldwide. Jaime's except- exceptional leadership and contributions have garnered recognition and accolades. He became a distinguished member of the Economic Club of Chicago, an influential organization connecting leaders in Chicago's economic circles. The government of Mexico officially acknowledged him as one of the most influential Mexican Americans in the Midwest, highlighting his significance with the region's economic landscape. Moreover, he received the 2022 American Mexican Association's Leader of the Year Award, which celebrates his dedication to the community and his role within the broader Latino community. Driven by his commitment to empowering Latino entrepreneurs, Jaime has worked to strengthen the Latinx Incubator Program in collaboration with 1871, a renowned business incubator. This initiative supports young Hispanic tech companies, fostering innovation and providing them with opportunities to secure capital funds. Outside of his professional pursuits, Jaime's married and uh, is a proud father of three sons and a daughter. Jaime, I'm excited to have you with us today here on Chamber Chat Podcast. I'd love to give you an opportunity to say hello to all the Chamber Champions that are listening and share something interesting about yourself so we can all get to know you a little better.
2: Well, thank you, uh, Brandon. Uh, I wanna thank you first for inviting me to this wonderful chat and, and thanks to the listeners because we are out there doing the good work. Our Absolutely. job is to support and empower small businesses. Uh, and you know, feel proud of what you, we do. I mean, I was just sharing with you that uh, the the our job is very significant and it means a lot to small businesses. So kudos to all my chamber colleagues out there listening. Uh, you know, I was born in Guadalajara, Mexico. I grew up in the United States. Uh, my father was American. And, you know, when I was, when I went to high school, I went back to Mexico. And I became a DJ. I was a renowned DJ back in the late 80s in in, in a club in Acapulco called the Baby O. So some of you have been there. Some of you have not. But it's, if you compare it, the Baby O, is, it, it was the comparison to studio 51 in new york city in mexico so it's a it was a big deal back in the day so you know i lost my hair since then but anyway (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome i love getting these these fun facts about people
0: and never would have guessed it but that's a that is a great fact about you so thank you Well, tell us a little bit about the Illinois Hispanic Chamber, um, size of the chamber, scope of work, kind of area cover, staff, that sort of thing, just to kind of set the table for our discussion.
1: Yeah, we're
2: one of the bigger chambers around. We have 19 staff members and we're about to hire eight more. Uh, We just announced last week. uh, So we just, you know, we do a lot of government contracting our main focus is uh, making sure minority-owned companies have access to government contracting because we see that's the future of our companies to scale. Uh, so that's the reason why we are a bigger chamber than, than, than the norm. Uh, we have, for example, we house an SBDC in our office, a small business development center, we house what is called a PTAC, it's now it's called APEX, which is a procurement technical assistance center, which helps minority-owned companies get certifications so they can access government contracting. We we contract with the United States Department of Transportation, for example, and we in Region 8, which we represent six states. We help minority-owned companies access uh, USDOT contracts, including water and airports and and you know, and, and highways and all that. And then we also have a big contract with the Illinois Towway, which is the uh, the, the you know the tollway authority here in this in this city Chicago and the state of Illinois. So we make sure minority-owned companies get hired and uh, start working for them to scale those companies. So we are a little bit bigger than a normal chamber. We have all these programs in between. That's why we bigger. We our budget is about five and a half million dollars a year, uh, including that one and a half million dollar. Granting thing we just got for the beginning of next year so we we are growing certainly uh since i started we were seven employees now we are you know 19 plus a couple full-time perso- to be 27 yeah 27 oh. so we're pretty big wow
0: yeah you guys are uh rocking and rolling and get your work cut out for you that's that's yeah. awesome i love it uh, so personally I'm excited to get into our topic for discussion today and as we kind of went back and forth a little bit we focused on the the areas of data and technology and I know those are kind of hot topics for individuals and and chambers at this time especially with the, the emergence of of AI and you know all sorts of things in that realm but we will dive in much deeper into this conversation as soon as we get back from this quick break. Are you looking for a year-round affordable and timely shop local campaign for your chamber or CVB? Look no further. Build a custom Eat, Shop, Play mobile app with App My Community by visiting appmycommunity.com slash chamber chat. App My Community mobile apps are not just simple membership directory listings. They provide many more capabilities to engage with your community. Provide your residents with a robust events calendar. Partner with a local fair, festival, or farmer's market to provide a schedule, map, and other resources to promote the event. Run a Small Business Saturday campaign any time of the year using built in scavenger hunts. Allow your membership to communicate directly to their customers via push notifications. Your App My Community mobile app will be a unique member benefit, allow you to generate non-dues revenue with sponsorship opportunities, and best of all, provide a valuable resource to your community. Please visit appmycommunity.com/chamberchat now to receive 10% off your first year of an App My Community mobile app. Are you looking for a way to promote your business community? Look no further than Pippily. With Pippily, you can get all the tools you need to connect with your members, promote your businesses, and grow your community. Pippily offers a wide range of features, including a state-of-the-art community website, a community clicker mobile app for businesses, members, and the community, a marketplace where businesses can present professional services and even sell their products, a powerful event management and community calendar system, A comprehensive commerce community management system and a complete membership services department all included and best of all pipoli is only one dollar per member per month after a small initial setup that's a fraction of the cost of other management platforms so what are you waiting for sign up for pipoli today and start growing your business community book a time to learn more at pipoli.com that's pippil ycom to book a time to meet and learn more. We'll show you how Pipply can help you promote your business community and grow your subscriptions.
1: Hey there, Donna Nowitzki, CEO of Yifty here, and we are all about the Shop Local movement. We're working with more than 500 communities like yours and 15,000 small businesses like your members. We're big fans of Brandon and his Chamber Chat podcast, so we're helping to sponsor his show. But while I've got you here, What's a Yifty, you ask? It's a digital gift card branded for your chamber that people spend only at the local shops that you authorize. In 2022, we drove tens of millions of dollars to small businesses in the U.S. The program is free for chambers and free for your local shops. You can sign up for a live Zoom demo with me or one of my teammates at Yifty.com slash demo or email sales at Yifty.com. That's Y-I-F-T-E-E That's it for now. Back to the show.
0: All right, Jaime, we're back. Um, as I mentioned before the break, we're focusing our discussion today around data and technology. And I know as a chamber, it's super important to be able to make data-driven decisions, right? As we go about, you know, working in our organizations and knowing what the course of action to take on different things. But I'd love to know how you guys are implementing data and technology and i know they're related but also kind of separate at the same time so feel free to just take us whatever direction you like there and and we'll uh, we'll go down that path
2: certainly uh we we belong to a small niche group called the aspen institute that help us uh, download data i was in new york city last week with the McKinsey. uh a group and they just release new data on the, the state of Latinos in the, in the in the United States so everything we do is related to that particular data so we got to make sure we have a significant impact on that data for example when this when the SBA talks about small businesses they're talking about 500 employees or less in, in a quick fact uh in nationally Hispanic or Latino businesses are under 20 employees so when the SBA talks about small businesses, we're not I believe we're not even on the picture because we're so small of So Chambers of Commerce just becomes very, very relevant to help those businesses scale, right? So everything we do, every program that we, that we implement, everything we do is related to data. We and then in the technology side, we we are fortunate enough to have our our offices at eighteen seventy one. And uh, if you Google eighteen seventy one, you're going to see is the one of the num, one or two incubators for technology in the world for businesses. So our office is right there, and the where the technology is made, where the technology happens, and, and we believe in technology, and we also believe that. Minorities should have an opportunity to develop new technologies, new applications or whatever or solutions, and have the venture capital injected into those companies. We, and because of we, we, our office is there at 1871, we've been able to move that up a little bit. For example, 19 percent of new technology companies that surface every day in the world are, are Hispanic owned. But only 4% of those Hispanic owned, or the 19% get get capital injected to it. So there's a big disparity. And so our job here is to make sure the venture capital gets injected into minority-owned companies also. Uh, We utilize the data. For example, we created a a policy institute in our chamber, and, and we figured out how to create a scorecard using artificial intelligence and 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 because of our thirty years in business that we have, we have a lot of data we We actually know what a procurement means and everything in between. So every bill that comes to the state of Illinois, we track, and then we can create a scorecard for our legislative elective officials. So now we know who's our big champion and who's and who we gotta work with, right in terms of legislation stuff, using artificial intelligence, web scraping, and all these other tools. And utilizing the same model, we match it into contracts. For example, right. So now, using we created a program called Corama. You mentioned I was in Geneva and the world, in the world uh, chambers of commerce symposium, in this past summer. And it's because of that particular program that we that particular solution that we created is called Corama Contract Radar Maximizer, which basically. Uh, it matches contracts with capability statements in seconds. You know, when I mentioned with 20 employees or less, we, we are busy working. We don't have the staff or the knowledge to go search for contracts, for government contracts, right? So this tool is just going to revolutionize how people, you know, access those contracts because now you have everything on your hand. You just give me your capability statement, we'll match it with the technology, and we'll put in front of you contracts that you basically qualify for in seconds. Uh, we are testing it right now. We, we, we did a couple of pilot programs in Lake County in the northern Chicago. We're working with the city of Chicago. They disclosed our spending money. So now we know what kind of con- contracts are happening. So we're going to be able to match them with companies. So we're about to launch it nationally, and this, I think it's going to be an incredible tool, too, for every chamber to use to help their members. That's awesome. You said it's called Corama? Corama, C-O-R-A-M-A. Contract radar maximizer. You can okay. look at our website. Is there?
0: Um, so let let's hone in on that a little bit more. I mean, I'm just full of excitement as I hear you talk about that and matching the contracts. And so, when you have a chamber member, what would their experience be like? You know, applying Karama. How how would they access it? How what what information do they put in to get that
2: instantaneous, almost feedback. So for example, if you, I'm sure everybody has heard of the in federal government. They have what is called NICS codes, right? Uh, uh, every, every, for example, you in construction, there's a special number they give you. So, when you search for contracts, you use that particular code to identify yourself as a construction or mm-hmm. or cement or bricklayer or landscape or whatever it may be. So now, you utilizing that code and, and web scraping stuff, analysis, or vectrus, uh, what's called vectrus, which is something I don't understand, but my team does. <laughs> OK. It's good and, to have a team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, young people that do the technology. Uh, we're now able to if you put everything in like a company comes to us, we teach them how to do a capability statement. We this basically a one pager of who you are in one in, in, in a piece of paper in that particular. So it has different codes and different keywords that we can run right into the system we came up with. And the system will will search and, and will spit out the contracts you actually qualify for according to what you told us who you are as a company.
0: Okay. And then as far as going after those contracts, do you guys provide any kind of support to, to help them figure out how to do that? I know that you had mentioned that earlier, helping them
2: get contracts. Yeah, How's we, that process look? We have what is called a PTAC, a Procurement Technical Assistance Center that actually helps you have staff that will take you by the hand and, and show you how to apply. We're working on technology right now that's going to actually self-populate the application according to what you told us so it's coming i mean we're a little bit step below that but in you know a year or so we're going to have that on your hands so it's what i'm envisioning in in about a year you're going to be able to fill out 80 of the application automatically so yeah like finances and you know that kind of stuff but that's something we, we you know you got to work with you, you own accountants So what kind of advantages do
0: you see for your members in utilizing this type of technology and these tools
2: that you're making available for them? Well, you know, we're going to even the playing field, for example. You know, there's huge companies out there that have personnel that all they do is search for contracts. Now we're going to have the, necess- the tools for little, small companies have access to those contracts. So we're going to revolutionize how the, the United States does government contracting, for example, right? So if you're a minority, like Hispanic, African-American, women, veteran, or Asian, you are considered a minority in the United States. And, and so those are the guys that we're trying to push so they can even play in field.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that you said that that way, even in the the playing field. So I think that's what AI, that's what it does. You know, a lot of people have the concept of AIs for the big companies are the ones that have the the budget and understand how to use it and all that. But really, AI is going to level the playing field across so many different platforms that I'm glad that that's the vision is it it levels the playing field and brings your members up to a competitive level across the nation.
2: You know, AI could be a scary thing, but it could be a use properly. It's a wonderful tool, uh, and I think we're using it properly, right? So who knows what AI is going to take us in the future? But at the end of the day, we need to take advantage of those tools and use it to the to, to to scale our companies, right? Yeah. So, do
0: you have somebody internally that's working on the the technology with the AI to develop these these platforms, or do you consult with somebody, or how is this being developed? Within
2: your well, chamber, we, we actually have two two engineers, you know, just coding, you know, uh, full time, and a director of the program. Wow! Yeah. So not everybody has that on their staff, but uh, hey,
0: well, where where would somebody get started? You know, maybe a local chamber, you know, wanting to implement some of these things. How would how would you suggest they get started?
2: We we. We don't. We're still working on the model. Uh, we don't know how we're going to do it. We license it or just give it away, or, or we got to make a little money on it. But we don't. Yeah. Wanna. Our intent is to bring up our companies and across the United States. Uh, we've been in conversation with Walmart, for example. You know, in government contracting, every contract is public information. Private is not. So having this tool. Access private corporations like for example, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, whoever, it's we need to create partnerships directly with those companies. So we've been talking to Walmart and and the Google and, and some other companies. So they can have access to this to this tool so they can do some hiring. Uh, but it's gonna that's gonna be a little bit more difficult because it's not public information, those contracts. So yeah. it's work to be done. Got to get them to to play
0: along with you, right? <laughs> That's right. Um, so the the technology incubator, I'd I'd like to maybe hear some of the things that you've seen, you know, birthed out of that incubator there. Um I, I I get excited hearing about these technology programs and you know what people are into and what's kind of cutting edge. But what are what are some of these things that you've seen come out of there?
2: You know, it's amazing what goes through our our, our 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 offices. There, we we got companies, for example, we have a Latina woman. Microcycle is her company. She she basically figured out that a mushroom eats concrete. How I have what she's been t- marketing that technology, and and it's a solution. For, for the landfills, for example, right? So she's been scaling at a pace you have never seen, right? Wow. We have another company that, uh, you know, that, that Connect Hero is it, it, it's, it's utilizing technology in, in the retirement homes and, and connecting them with families. It, it, it's, it's an amazing thing. And these two companies, for example, they're they're growing big time. And, and those are companies that we help start, you know? So it's, and we have, you know, worked, We we just graduated a cohort of 25 companies uh, last week. Uh, So, you know, we have about 400 companies we've worked with, and 80% of them are still in in business, trying to get that capital so they can scale up. So some of those, like Cycle and Connect Hero and and a few others, are beyond that, right? So it's, it's very cool. Uh, spot hero for example i don't know if you heard of that uh, that came out of the incubator it, it's not a hispanic guy but he came out of the incubator i had an opportunity to meet him uh, it's, it's a tool you use for to find a parking space uh at a low cost and around okay you, uh, spot hero so so there's many companies like that uh you know i like it i like hearing these these different
0: ideas and It's got to be a sense of pride seeing these people come with an idea and watching it grow and watching them be successful and looking for that additional funding to continue, you know, adding
2: fuel to the fire, so to speak. Here's a good one there's a guy, his name is Ricky Regalado, a young Latino guy. His his family has a cleaning office, cleaning service, right? So, Thinking outside of the box, this guy actually created a technology and a training so, so he, he can help companies show people how they can become a cleaning company so they can have access to cleaning contracts. And the guy is making millions with that app, man. So who I wish I would have thought of that? I mean, it's right. so <laughs> how did do that? So it, it, it's a good example that like, this guy probably did not want to go clean offices. But he kept a family business with using technology. Now they're scaling up big time. So that's the goal here because, you know, in our communities, for example, in Chicago, there's a famous street called 26th Street, which is basically 99% of those businesses are Hispanic owned. But those are immigrants that came to the United States with nothing and they started a business. And now what's happening, their sons and daughters are graduating from high school, from, from college, and they don't wanna go and work at that particular restaurant. They wanna work in technology downtown. So how you combine both, right? So that's been a big issue in our chamber. How are you gonna encourage your sons and daughters to take over the business and using technology? There's this restaurant guy that has 45 restaurants in, in the city of Chicago. And the son just took over the businesses. So what they're doing, they kept the business, same recipes and everything, but they're adding technology. Now they're, they're, they're packaging tacos and putting them in grocery stores. So that's the kind of stuff that we've seen. And we're very excited about keeping the restaurant as it is, but using technology to scale and pleasing the son and daughter that went to college, right? So that's that's pretty encouraging. That's very cool yeah that is
0: very cool <clears throat> i like uh that all these examples that you're you're showing are they're helping others continue as well so it's not it's not replacing another business it's not you know uh, you know harming another industry but it's it's bringing everybody up to a higher level
2: leveraging the technology for your own use really you know exactly yeah um so
0: i is there anything else as far as the data and technology that you want to make sure we hit on before
2: we we move on? No, I think you know chambers should use technology too. I mean, you we have a lot of tools out there that can enhance our chambers to the benefit of the members. example, right? Databases. I mean, the the keys of chambers is keeping your database and and, and the the and the everything you do is not in writing; it never happened. So that's how we created the technology we created to this tool, the Korama tool, is because we have 30 years of data. So now we actually know what it takes, what's a contract based on data and notes, right? So that's how you do it, really. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh,
0: to your point, when you're training an AI model to do something for you, you have to feed it data to be able to learn what it is that you're looking for and what it needs to put out. So as long as you, you can can collect the data up front and all along the way every interaction every touch point should have a a data point to it that you can go back to and be able to to plug it in as you see
2: applicable down in the future okay. using keywords for example saving those keywords is it's called web scraping so you can actually take a document and, and show the document and you identify these keywords and then it, it tracks that keywords and puts it somewhere else. Now you have a you know now the chamber, instead of being, you know, business incubator, the small business incubator for businesses, you take out D, and then you just keep small businesses and incubator, and those two words are keywords. So now the tool searches for those keywords and legislation. And if any bill comes out, any of those key, two keywords you identified, it flags it. And now you have a couple keywords you you can track and you can lobby or whatever. That makes a lot of sense. Sounds easy. Well, it sounds easy to explain, but you need to have the back office doing it. Just, That's right. That's right. And get that machine up
0: and running, right? And once it gets going, just, just keep feeding it that, that good data. <laughs> so as we uh as we start to wrap up here i like asking um for a chamber listening who's wanting to take their chamber up to the next level what kind of tip or action item might you share with them to consider implementing at their organization
2: well you know first you know as every chamber knows we don't we, we don't we don't do miracles right you, you get out of the chamber what you put into the chamber you know it's like a you know like i tell my members look this is being a chamber member is like having a, 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 a you know, a, a gym subscription, right? If you don't go, you're not gonna, you're not going to see results. So, parting from that, we need to, you know, people do not come to you just because your name is the chamber of commerce. You need to have right. carrots, right? You need to have programs, classes, events, whatever it is to attract people to your chamber, I think that's the key. So I call them carrots, right? So you wiggle the carrot and then they'll come, but you need to wiggle it good, right? So for example, you need to make sure this, you know, chambers were known for network events. Right now, it's a lot of competition and network events. So we've we got to start thinking outside of the box and how to do events. Be more unique on those events because there's a lot of groups out there doing, you know, after our events. So think outside the box, get some more carrots, encourage corporations to get involved and, and, and actually, you know, and, and encourage those corporations to hire those small companies that you represent. That's the key, and then, for example, what I try to do is, is, for example, a big corporation comes on board as a corporate member. I actually have like a a, a piece of paper that encourage them. It's not a legal document or anything else. It just make them sign something that says, "I promise I will give an opportunity to your members to apply for them. right." Something <laughs> like that is good to sell to the small businesses so they can come in and be part of the chamber.
0: Sometimes yeah. they don't, right? I like that. Just a, a commitment to to yeah, hire. And,
2: yeah. Nothing like legal, that. nothing about it. It's just on paper, right? Kind of a, a pledge. Yeah, I like that. Um,
0: but I'd like to ask everyone I have on the show, as we look to the future of Chambers, and I feel like we've been talking about this throughout this whole episode here, but as we look to the future of Chambers, how do you see the future of Chambers and their purpose going forward?
2: Well, chambers are the key, they're, they're, a, they're a necessary tool for small businesses to scale. We have the knowledge, we have the connections, and we have the access to, 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 to your clients or, or contracts or whatever it may be your members need. So chambers of commerce will never go away because of that reason. Everybody needs somebody. You know, you, if you're an accountant, you're too on your accountant, but you, you don't know anything about marketing. We can help you do that. We can help you bring clients to you. We can help you promote your business. We can help you do other things, but you need to focus on your business and and give us give the chamber an opportunity that can help your business scale. So it's like an artist, you know, an artist should be should be drawing pictures, right? Not marketing themselves. So you need to you know understand that, and that's what chambers do. We help you market your business. We help you scale your business. We help you with connections with with financial. Uh, financial institutions because the number one thing this small businesses uh, theme is access to camp what does that mean not every bank is sued for anybody so we have many we have like a smorgasbord of banks we we can actually know what's the what's the right banking institutions for your particular business right so that's the kind of stuff we bring to the table the chamber so we're never going to go away I mean, if you don't work, you're going to go away. But if you add value to those businesses, you're good, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like that idea
0: of, you know, chamber is necessary for businesses to scale. Mm -hmm. And if your chamber believes that, if your chamber is promoting that, if you're putting that out as a carrot to attract the businesses because you have what it takes for them to scale – then you're right. Chambers are not going to go anywhere and they become necessary in their communities.
2: I'll give you a quick example, Brandon. Uh, Chambers do a lot of workshops, right, with our members. But we never had something structured, certified, right? So we went to the city colleges, which is a local community college. So I told the chancellor, look, let's create a curriculum, a certified curriculum and show people how to run a business properly. We did that. So now we're launching, you know, we had two, two cohorts or two classes. It's, it's a 40-hour 40, 40 class that teach you about finances, marketing, legal stuff, uh, uh, inventory. So now you, we have a certified program. You can people actually go and get a credit, credit, credit a college credit to take this particular class? And you, when you graduate, you know how to run a business properly because we know that a lot of businesses get into businesses because many reasons and not necessarily everybody's suitable to run a business. So teaching them how to use, how to run a business properly is the key to the success of your businesses. So you utilizing your local colleges, you know, get, you know, you, your own members can become teachers of classes, you know, it's a win-win for everybody really. So Yeah, absolutely. Creating those good
0: partnerships. Um Well, as we wrap up here, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share any contact information for anyone listening who might be interested in anything you talked about and maybe wants to learn more or just connect with you in general. What would be the best way for someone to reach out and connect?
2: Well, uh, our website is, uh, you know, ihccbusiness.net. IHCC meaning Illinois Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Uh, My personal email is Jaime, J-A-I-M-E, at ihccbusiness.net, those two. If you Google our chamber, you can find me on LinkedIn, Jaime D-I-P-A-U-L-O. D-I-P-A-U-L-O. Um, we are. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, our website, you know, you can find me there, and you can you know access all the programs, or or you can email me for sure, and then I will get back to you.
0: That is perfect, and we'll get all of that in our show notes for this episode as well, so people can pull it up and reach out and connect with you. But Jaime, this has been great having you on Chamber Chat Podcast. I appreciate you taking the time and and telling us, you know, what you guys are doing in the, the realm of data and technology and these AI tools. And you guys are just full of exciting stuff going on right now that really I think will end up being models for other chambers to follow. So thanks for blazing that trail and and sharing some of these insights with us today. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate your time and and you know, don't give up.
0: If you are a Chamber professional, please subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. When you subscribe to Chamber Chat Podcast, new episodes will show up in your podcast app each week as they are released. If you're finding value in this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review in iTunes. But most importantly, please share Chamber Chat Podcast with your colleagues that are in the industry.